4: Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more. And listen to women take the mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Raquel Willis.
1: Join me on my new podcast, Queer Chronicles, a show where LGBTQ plus folks tell their own stories in their own words. This season, teens will share all about growing up in political battleground states. We will always exist, and we will definitely not let them
5: take away our joy, no matter how
1: hard they try. Listen to Queer Chronicles on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your most fabulous shows.
5: Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey, everybody, have you been kind of wondering how to get out of going to the family picnic, to the wedding? You trying to get out of a commitment that you said yes to? Well, guess what? I've got a few tips on how to do that. And we get to talk about the Black Effect Podcast Festival that was just this past weekend here in Atlanta. So stay tuned for another episode of Checking In With Your Girl, Michelle Williams. Hey, everybody, welcome to another week of checking in. Yes, I know I say this every episode, but I can't continue to do new episodes without y'all listening, without you guys downloading. That's why I'm able to still be here again because of the support of you guys. So tell your cousins, tell your friends, tell your boo, your baby baba, your baby daddy. Tell them about checking in. Or if you feel like an episode of mine would uh, be beneficial to someone in your life, you know, just send them the link. You know what I mean? How y'all doing this week? Y'all doing good so far? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. I'm excited because this past weekend was the first annual Black Effect Podcast Festival here in Atlanta, Georgia, sold out, 3,000 people in attendance. Uh, the Black Effect Podcast Festival is the brainchild, the baby of Charlemagne of The Breakfast Club. Uh, Black Effect, this is his network. And uh he and his amazing team over at Black Effect were able to pull off the very first annual Black Effect Podcast Festival. I am so inspired because I don't think people realize how much goes into preparing something and it's your first time doing it because you have those fears. Is anybody going to support? Will people show up? What's going to happen? And oh, I was so inspired. And so because of you guys and showing up, people came from Turks and Caicos, Arkansas, uh, Cincinnati. People showed up and showed out. So thank y'all for coming. Uh, My girl Bree, she and her mom were in the building, I believe. I know I saw Bree to my right on stage right. So Bree, if you're listening, thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. So my part at the podcast festival was myself and the ladies of Reasonably Shady, uh, Giselle Bryant and Robin Dixon, who are also cast members of Real Housewives of Potomac. Well, Michelle, why did you do a podcast with Reasonably Shady? Why did you guys combine podcasts? Well, first of all, it's because of relationship. I have known Giselle Bryant ooh, for maybe, for about 20 years When she was married to Pastor Jamal Harrison Bryant, that's how we met because Jamal and Giselle are good friends with a pastor and his wife out of Chicago where I used to live. And uh, Pastor Bryant preached at the church and I met Giselle. We hit it off. So that was cool. So, yeah, I, I, we had a blast. We had a blast. We had a time. We hit certain hot topics. Uh, we talked about somebody wanting to run for president. I think it's Afro man wanting to run for presidency. We talked about, I brought up Chloe Bailey and how she's been getting a lot of heat. Because of album sales or people have been, um, I think, inciting and trying to sow discord between she and her label Parkwood, which is owned by Beyonce. And so, y'all know I had to speak into it. I said that uh, people were wondering, why didn't Beyonce post about Chloe's album on her Instagram? So, I mean, had Beyonce posted on her Instagram. Okay, this is how I feel. I feel like people don't support someone's art until they see someone of a certain name get behind it. So would Chloe have sold a million copies if Beyonce posted it on Instagram? Why didn't y'all buy it anyway? Well, Beyonce, Beyonce didn't support. Beyonce did. Blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. Beyonce has supported. Chloe is signed to Parkwood. So anything attached to Parkwood is attached to Beyonce, meaning the staff, the PR, the people that help with the visuals and glam. Why I think Chloe and Haley been out here killing it glam wise. Why I think they've been on certain platforms. So Beyonce don't need to post nothing on her social media pages because Chloe and Haley. Uh, I, I don't get me. I, I'm not sure if Haley is signed to Parkwood as a solo artist, I would think that she is. We know Chloe is, we know the group is Chloe and Haley have a group deal. Right. But then you also have your individual uh, recording contracts as well. So it's like destiny's child was signed as a group. Right. But then we all, the three of us had our own individual recording deals as well. Just, just, to get the technicalities out the way so i kind of spoke into that because i also felt like had beyonce posted then people would be saying oh the only reason why chloe is doing as well as she did was because beyonce talking about it and supported and blah blah so this is the saying that you cannot win for losing when you when a person thinks they're doing a good job there are going to be people who are going to think otherwise so my thing is don't wait for anybody to post about anybody's project on their social media pages if you know a person has an album coming out and you like what they put out as art you go press add to cart or buy now or whatever it is how and and you support their craft don't wait for Beyonce to post it. Don't wait for Jesus to post it. If you like it, you support it. Don't wait because I feel like I have even experienced where I felt like if certain pages, if I was on certain pages, I would even get more follows. Like if Kelly posts something about me or if I'm seeing on Beyonce stories or on her website, I get more follows and it's kind of like keep your energy over there because if you're only following me because somebody posted about me, you're not a real supporter or fan of mine if you're only following me based on my association. Keep it. I personally want and I think I can speak for Chloe. She wants people who are going to support her whether or not there's been some audible or some type of visual endorsement from from someone. Again, I think Chloe Bailey has had all the endorsement that she needs, basically just being signed as an artist to Parkwood. Uh, Chloe writes her music. She's a musician. She plays multiple instruments. She's an actress. She's been killing it. So that's what I was able to kind of speak into. There was questions from the audience. Uh, we were able to also read questions that people sent in, like, should you take your bottle back after you leave an event? If they don't use your bottle of wine or uh, an alcoholic beverage or, hey, if you brought ginger ale to the party and if it went unopened, is it correct etiquette to take your unopened bottle back? I spoken to that and said, hey, if it's a potluck type thing, you know, where people bring potato salad, a pot of greens, some chicken you know, some sandwiches, you take your stuff back. But if, say, someone invites you to their house and all you have to do is show up, the polite thing to do is bring a bottle or even dessert. Like, I've been to people's homes where they're like, man, just show up. We got a chef coming tonight. Just come. So the polite thing to do is don't come empty-handed. Bring a nice bottle of their favorite wine or beverage. Even if they say we've got beverages taken care of, it's just nice to show up with something. Or sometimes I'll stick around to even help clean up. I was just taught that way. You just don't go to people's houses and not do anything or bring something unless they're adamant. I've even had people say, you can bring something if you want to, but we're not going to take it because we. I've had people say, We just want you to come and rest and enjoy and be spoiled and loved on for the evening. So that's why, that's when I think you take your bottle back, is if it was like a potluck style, if work had a potluck or you and your girlfriends decided to get together. And if it goes unopened, or even if it doesn't, you got some left over, I would take my bottle back. But again, if I'm going to my girlfriend Amira's house for dinner and her chef cooked or, but I'm going to bring a bottle and whether it's unopened or not, it's going to stay in their cabinet. So it was things like that. Um, There were a few shady questions about people's love lives and all that good stuff. And so I don't know if it was on that episode, but I was like, yeah, y'all are, y'all will never hear about my love life ever again. Um, So that's how I feel about it. I'm going to stick to it.
6: All right. <music> One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick Six credits. Non withdrawable and valid for Pick Six use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick Six not available in all states. For up to date list of states, visit DKNG.CO Pick Six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at slash promos.
2: I don't understand
0: what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you,
2: do
1: you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women.
2: Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European Political Systems class at Baruch College.
1: Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare.
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey, what's up? is your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I've worked with some of your favorite artists like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rappers had the game on lock for years. And now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me A River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that,
3: uh-huh, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, cry me a river, uh uh-huh. Y'all hear that, man? Right? to it, man.
0: And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. That yeah, we got a whole head. album in the can. We got a—we have a
6: whole album,
0: Now have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your Twenties, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iheartradiocom Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's get into this episode of
5: Checking In. I don't know if y'all have been following me on social media, but I have really been about safe people and boundaries. And someone asked me, how do you know if you're honoring your boundaries? On the post where I said, are you a safe person to yourself? I said, I know being around safe people, being in relationship with safe people is wise, but are you a safe person to yourself? Do you give yourself grace? Do you honor your boundaries? So someone asked me a really, really, really good question. What's an example of honoring my boundaries? So even at the podcast festival, I brought this up. Honoring your boundaries looks like this. Some of you are getting good at maybe setting boundaries with family members because family members, especially when you're on a healing journey, when you've been to therapy or when you become self-aware, when you're to the place of, okay, I will not tolerate disrespect in any form. I don't care from who, because I even feel like family, especially people from the older generation, feel like they can talk to you any kind of way and they use the excuse Honey, I'm old, honey, so I can say whatever I want. No, just because you're 70 years old does not mean you can talk to me or my children or my husband or wife, uh, my dog. You just can't talk to us any kind of way. I feel like if you're 20 years old, 70 years old, 90 years old, that there is just a certain way you talk to people. Now, I have some relatives who are a little unfiltered, but because I know the posture of their heart, I don't necessarily get offended. But there are some people who are unfiltered, who want to be malicious. They use their mouths as swords, as knives, as daggers. That's when it becomes problematic. Now, you can probably identify one or two people in your family or friend circle. There are some of y'all, even me, who are like, you know what? I can only be around so-and-so for about 30 minutes. So the boundary is, you set a boundary. Okay, I'm going to go to this family picnic. And I'm going to only stay for 30 minutes. You have set a boundary because you know that after you being somewhere for 30 minutes, somebody starts acting a fool or they start asking you questions. Because once they, they get comfortable, it's kind of like they reel you in and get comfortable. Then they start being disrespectful. So honoring your boundaries also means, okay, I'm going to go to the wedding. Even though my family crazy, I'm going to go to this wedding. But I know of Auntie so-and-so says something to me disrespectful, I am going to say so-and-so, this is disrespectful. Or you may say, if someone gets disrespectful, I'm going to leave. That is your boundary. So once someone gets disrespectful, you pick up your handbag or your pocketbook or your, what do you call it? Your uh, knapsack or whatever it is that folks are wearing nowadays. And you exit stage left. You get in your car and you go home. That's what honoring your boundaries mean. Also, honoring your boundaries could be as simple as somebody you that's listening right now. You might have somebody who's always negative. They get on the phone, and you might say, uh, "Honoring a boundary is." I'm only talking to so and so for five minutes because when six minutes hits, they just gonna start being negative and complaining um, and they're never they never want a solution anyway. They just wanna vent and complain and gossip. A boundary is um, I don't wanna completely exit their life, nor do I want them to exit my life. I just know that I can only be around so and so for about five minutes because then it goes left. That's a boundary so. I have been reading something by Lisa Arbiter, but therapist Nedra Glover-Tawwab talks about boundaries. She's the author of Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. Okay, boundary setting is a form of self-care that's just as important as eating well and getting enough sleep we treat self-care as an optional practice y'all boundary setting should not be optional okay it should not be optional so I love how you know she talks about the best way to express boundaries she says communicate clearly and follow up diligently keep your message short and to the point she says, state your boundary in one or two sentences. She says, stick to, this is my solution for this issue. For ex- instance, I'm happy to travel to your family's house on Thanksgiving, but I don't want to stay the entire weekend. I need some time to decompress. She says, don't bring up the past. You don't have to say that time you made a stay 10 days was miserable. She said, you don't have to do that because she said that can cause an unnecessary argument and derail your conversation and don't tack on too many details, which may obscure your point entirely. She says, once the boundary is set, you need to reinforce it, which might mean repeating yourself several times. She also says, you know, how do you get started? You know, choose a few non-negotiables, like I take a walk every day at lunch, or I set aside time to sit in silence every morning and do them without apology. Schedule them in your calendar if you need to. Um, self-care practices are most effective when done daily, but every bit counts. Uh, what if I get pushed back? She answers and says, people may question or simply ignore your boundaries. Okay. rather than shutting down or lashing out, you ask them what's fueling their need for you. Once you know their concerns, collaborate on a solution. You might need to explain how this boundary will make you happier, which benefits you both. For example, you can say, you know, my mood improves a million times when I sneak in a 20 minute walk. So I'll be a much better dinner companion. So you have to now, you have to state this. Now, this requires a bit of vulnerability on your end. So for instance, I set a boundary with someone because I feel like, I even feel like they were kind of disrespecting my business protocol. What is your business protocol, Michelle? My business protocol simply means how I like to do business. My business protocol is how I like to do business that does not incite anxiety, tension, um, worry. It's I have streamlined my life and my business in a way that is peaceful and is great for my mental health. So I simply needed to shift a few people in how I do business. So I won't go into specifics, but I just set a boundary with this person and their reaction to me setting the boundary was all the confirmation that I needed of as to why I set the boundary in the first place. They sulked, they S-U-L-K-E-D. What does sulking mean? Well, let's look it up. Sulk means to be silent, Morose and bad tempered out of annoyance or disappointment. So the person was probably uh, they were disappointed because um, they won't have the same access to me that they normally had or the access that they have looks different. You still have access to me, but not in the same way I needed this. I needed to do this for my mental health. And their reaction to this day lets me know that I made the right decision. Because I feel like, too, people will take advantage of the access that they have to you. You'll become familiar. You become common with people when honor has left the building. I'm not saying tie my shoes. I'm the most boring client people have. When I go to events, they're like, can we get you anything? It's like, nope, I can go get my own tea if I need to get it. I can get my own coffee. I can get my own snacks. You know, I I, I love to keep some sort of um, independence. So when you set a boundary, a person will be disappointed. But if they love you and if they want to be in your life, they will make the adjustment. And you'll know that if it was all for them and they were being self-serving, they're going to pitch a fit, They're going to act like an immature child. They're going to go in a corner and cry and yell and throw a whole temper. But that will continue to show you every reason why you needed to set the boundary. And I even told this person, I said, hey, the reason why I want to do things this way, I said, because I feel a shift in my mental health. Um, when I work this way my capacity is better my mood is better I'm not feeling overwhelmed so I feel like um, people should honor the request that you have so I just wanted to share that with you
0: I don't understand what the big fat ones are you don't put those inside of you do you I mean
3: apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
0: hey what's up this your boy jerry clark and i am the host of story time with legendary jerry podcast for the last 30 years i've worked with some of your favorite artists like outcast killer mike jeezy akon jermaine dupree and so many many more story time with legendary jerry is an old to the south southern rap has had the game on lock for years and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me A River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that, uh-huh, uh-huh,
3: uh-huh Cry Me A River, uh-huh.
0: Y'all hear that, listen to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. That yeah, like we had a whole can. album in the can. We, got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Dear Chelsea, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Lip Service. It's a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more and listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. Probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you to talk about why I feel that cancer, to a certain extent, is a gift. What my responsibilities are as a person with cancer. Because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together, we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
5: There are so many cool questions in this article. Um, says, how can I say no when my family asks for my help? The answer says, by again, Nedra Toab, those of us who are people pleasers assume others won't like us when we advocate for what we want. But people tend to appreciate honesty and don't abandon us if we say no. The key is to strike a balance between your needs and the needs of others. The next time you get a request, buy yourself time so you can think about your decision instead of giving a knee-jerk yes that you'll have to weasel out of later. I've been so guilty of saying yes to something that I wanted to say no to. And then I find myself dreading something when it's time for me to fulfill that request that I said yes to that I really wanted to say no to. And then that puts me in a bad mood because I feel like being in a state of complaining that you said yes to something, I feel like lowers your vibration. I feel like it just being in a just a kind. Con- a habitual state of complaining about something. It's like, you should have said no to it, but no. So I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I am getting better. Because you feel like people put you on the spot, but what you got to do, they said, is ask, what exactly does this entail? How long do you expect this to take? Have you asked anyone else? This gives you time to collect your thoughts and get more information. I've said yes to things And I show up and I'm like, yeah, we didn't ask the right questions because I don't have no business being here. But you have to show up because all people have is your word. All right. That's to anything. If you don't want to go to the cookout, just be like, no. And no is a complete sentence. You don't have to offer no explanation. Well, why you don't want to come? Because I don't want to. Well, why you don't want to because I want to just watch TV at home. But again, you don't have to explain why you don't want to go somewhere. I, you just don't want to go. And that's okay. No is a complete sentence. And even yes. If you want to go, you can say yes and keep it moving. But if you say yes, but you're like, I'm only going to stay for 30 minutes, depending on my mood or depending on how it's going. But there are times where I'm like, I'm only going to stay for 30 minutes. But then I find myself staying for like three hours. Because I got to read a room. I got to figure out how, how this makes, how I'm feeling. So, yep. So y'all pray for me because there are times where um, I'll say yes to something and I just won't go because anxiety kicks in. And I'm like, well, who all going to be there? Am I going to be stuck? Lots of times that's why I like to have my own vehicle when I go places. Because I don't want to ride with nobody and be stuck. Mm-mm, I got to go on the spot should I feel like I'm ready to go all right I really hope y'all are enjoying and you've gotten something out of this episode um, because I always want you to be empowered I want you to be empowered to make decisions and stay confident in the decision made don't back if you said no to somebody even if it's your lover or family member and you like what if you're like, babe, I just want to stay in tonight. I, I don't feel like I just can't we stay in or honey, you go. Just bring me back a smoothie or something. Bring me back a strawberry shake on the way back. You know, and, and I feel like your mate should honor your boundaries too. don't let anybody force you to go somewhere if you don't want to go. And you are also entitled to change your mind. Now. I've gotten better at knowing that I'm probably going to change my mind by giving a person a couple days advance or a week's notice, especially if an RSVP were involved, because y'all, these plates cost. So if it's $100 per head, as far as how much something costs, say you were invited to a seated dinner and you decide you don't want to go, give that person enough time so that maybe someone else can get the seat um, uh, to the event or that pass needed. And if you don't want to go, maybe you'll even have time to get a refund on a ticket that you bought or or pay it forward and let somebody else, like I said, have that seat, have that movie ticket, have that Broadway show ticket. If you should decide you don't want to go, yes, you can change your mind, okay? You can change your mind. So I really, really, really get excited about um the topic of boundaries I think because I'm doing a better job at honoring the boundary set. If I hear or if I sense a conversation is going in a certain direction that I don't want to be a part of, I exit. Because what's not going to happen, ain't nobody going to say, Tanisha Michelle, she, she's, mm-mm, nope. Especially if it's a conversation that's not being held with safe people. Like there are certain times I know if I need to express a certain opinion, I know who I can do that with and it won't leave that circle. You know what I mean? So I'm very, very, very cautious, Um, very cautious on that. And so, like I said, my favorite books on boundaries is by Dr. Henry Cloud and John Townsend. It's called Safe People or like I say, even um, Nedra Tawab. Set boundaries, find peace, a guide to reclaiming yourself, which is um quite powerful because a lot of us don't know who we are because we we do so much for other people to where we don't know what our own needs are. Let this be the season where you get to know you. You can't have time and space for you Imagine a boundary as being a line in the sand and no one can go past that certain place, but only you can. Do not cross this line because now you've crossed into my space. So when you've got 100 people crowded, crowding your space and those 100 people have need of you and probably 90% of those people aren't reciprocating when it's time for a need of yours to get met, you feel empty. Maybe that's even being burnt out because you are fulfilling everybody else's needs and your needs are going unmet, all right? Remember, boundaries are the gateway to healthy relationships. Boundaries are the gateway to healthy relationships with others, and a healthier relationship with yourself. It is so essential and so important. All right. Some of the signs that you need to set boundaries is you're neglecting your self-care. You're overwhelmed. Resentment has started to show up. So some of those uh, signs that you need boundaries. You make comments about helping people and getting nothing in return. You frequently daydream about dropping everything and disappearing. You have no time for yourself. A lot of avoidance happens. All right. So let's break that. Let's break that. And just know, yeah, even if you've set in boundaries with parents, that can be scary because parents probably think, well, I birthed you into that, brought you into this world. So any free time you have, but no, it don't. No, it don't. Mama, you go to bingo, go to sewing class. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to hang out with my friends this weekend. So people will adjust to the boundaries that you set. Even while they're kicking and screaming, they will adjust to the boundaries that you set. Listen, you will thank you later even the quality of your relationships will improve. I am seeing an improvement in my relationships by setting boundaries. And guess what? Have people set boundaries with me when I look back? Absolutely. 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 And things change. People's family dynamics change, right? So- and um, while I'm yet talking about me setting boundaries, I also have have sensed if a friend has set a boundary with me. You know, maybe they're like Michelle when she called me, she gonna want to talk an hour. I only got thirty minutes, and that's okay. That's okay. So we never want something to be one sided, right? You know what I mean? So um, I just wanted to share that with you too, so that you don't get offended when you notice a person might have set a boundary with you. It don't mean they don't love you. It don't mean they don't want you in their life, but something in their life was they were neglecting or you know something was lacking that they needed that extra time to themselves, okay? I want you to know that you all are absolutely amazing. I love you dearly, Okay. All right. Keep checking in. Keep checking in. Keep downloading this podcast. I'm so appreciative of you. Thank y'all for sliding in my DMs or in my tweets to let me know how much you have been enjoying checking in. We're family. And again, I'm appreciative of the Black Effect Podcast Network through iHeartRadio. All right. Y'all have a great day. I love you so much. And you know there's nothing you can do about it. All right, bye. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
6: You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You don't put those inside of you, do you?
1: This is a show about women.
2: I mean, you do?
1: Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare— It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10, we were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hi, I'm John O'Brien Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I've worked with some of your favorite artists. Like Outcast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern Rap has had the game unlocked for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi, it's Angela Yee, host of Angela Yee's Lip Service. If you listen to my podcast, you know I love making space for women to be themselves. That's why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of the women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day for more. And listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.